Hi, I'm Sean Healy, and you're listening to Tools. Hi everyone, Sean Healy, NLP trainer and change agent here, and welcome to episode 98 of Sean Healy Tools, a podcast designed to support entrepreneurial couples, people in business partnership, and anyone interested in human dynamics and looking at for more tips, tools, and strategies to add to the quality of your life. So welcome to episode 98. Episode 98 is entitled Safeguarding Self in toxic relationship. At the moment, we're on a series that was driven by audience requests and client requests, um, not to mention my own um, interest in um, abusive dynamics in an intimate relationship. So we're heading on with this particular series. It's an extremely complex area. Um, This is um, by no means specific advice because everybody is um, in very, very different situations. But if there's some things that you can take away from here, um, then, um, you know, or you can take away to help um, somebody you know, because unfortunately, uh, abuse in the household and relation, abuse in relationships is... Um, far too common Um, and there are certain you know there are lots of misconceptions and it's fascinating when I talk to people um, uh, when you when you hear the kind of level of misunderstandings or or the defense and justifications that come out or the minimization of the abuser's behavior um, is uh, really quite kind of profound um so I, I you know one of the ways in which we 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 break this abuser abusee dynamic is um because it, it it is in large um uh, held together to a degree by societal tolerance um the more we understand about these dynamics um the the harder it is for an abuser to get away with with what they're doing um and easier for us to call somebody to account on really poor behavior um regarding the person that they're supposed to treat the best with which is the person that they love so um my my thinking on today's episode um as i mentioned um safeguarding self in toxic relationship is a few tips around things that we need to be looking at um relative to uh, our own uh, personal safety, and um, if there's children involved too, then then that as well. Um, whilst I, I guess the first thing I sort of want to say is whilst whilst there are there are red flags um, and warning signs that appear early um, on in the relationship for many people, um, emission. Aspects of relational violence um, don't tend to um, it, it. It tends to appear over time, not not always, um, um, and often it's a case that the more established the relationship appears to be, the more things start to escalate. And whether that's related to the you know elements for the abuser that you know, once you're my partner or once you're my wife or husband, then that, you know, 
then the, the true levels of entitlement and the true um, toxic thinking about what, what a relationship is about, um, that my partner is, um, you know, to a degree my possession now, um, means that it can sometimes take a bit of time um, for things to get really really bad um, or degenerate to a point where you're, you're very, very hooked in and it's, it's hard to get out. Um, so from the get-go, because uh, again, um, I cannot remember where I came across this, but um, somebody's work that talked about, you, you know, really, you're not really going to see who you get in a relationship. Uh, and again, the premise, the, the context for this might have been just talking about a reasonably healthy functional relationship, which abusive relationships, of course, absolutely are not, um, is that, you know, about two years needs to pass before we really settle into seeing who, who we're going to get as a partner long term. Yeah, yeah, you know, past the, uh, you know, we all go out at the start to, to, you know, put on a bit of a show to, um, you know, what do I need to do to look attractive and appealing to this person that I want to make my partner? I'm putting in effort. I'm putting in charm. Um, I'm I'm focused on them and their needs. Um, and then at some point when I perceive I've got you, um, customarily the strategy can then change. Um, and then if I feel like you're starting to stray away again, well then I've got to go into whatever hook in strategies I use to to keep you around if I'm interested in still keeping the relationship going. Um, so we need to be careful to set things up from an early stage um, to ensure that um, heaven for heaven forfend things go bad. We've got some safety nets in place, um, and some of this advice is not necessarily uh, relative just to uh, suspicion uh, suspicion of abusive dynamics. It's not about bad foundation even for functional dynamics. Um, so, for example, um, if we're, um, I'm a big encourager of making sure that um, each couple tends to have a different strategy and approach to how they want to manage money as a couple, and money can be a massive flashpoint, or um, in some cases of abusive dynamics, it can be a control point um, that, that an abuser can use. So I always encourage that even if a couple decides that a, that a joint account is a good idea, you always keep your own separate account. Um, because and keep it stocked up with um, um, exit cash or emergency cash. That if anything goes wrong, you've got a few months if you can if you can manage it. Uh, at minimum, two to three months worth of money tucked away. That would be you know if you worked out what your living expenses were. That if you were unable to work for a couple of months, you know this this amount of money could get you through. Um, because again, um, the the dynamic of power in a relationship can can tip very quickly if we're not the one with the financial resource. Um, and if we're going into the role of looking after kids for a while, we're the one putting our career on hold, then it becomes even more important that we have our own money sitting there, um, that we are not becoming entirely reliant on our partner when it comes to those kinds of elements. Because again, um, 
uh, if we need to, if we need to uh, get out quickly, um, it is very, very difficult when we don't have financial resource, especially if things get really toxic um, and we need legal support and then we, we haven't got the kinds of uh, finances there that we need. Easier said than done, but I certainly encourage people to have their own account and continue to keep that um, um, if we sense that... Um, you know, things are starting to deteriorate in our relationship, then keeping a secret reserve account is, is a very, very good idea. Um, one other element that, again, um, is relevant to everybody, not just people in an abusive relationship, but I think becomes even more important, is photocopy the contents of your wallet and store that somewhere safely. At some stage, um, over a five to ten year period, uh, it's very likely that we're going to lose our wallet or have it stolen or cards are going to drop out or be misplaced and it makes it so much more easy to recover those when we've got photocopied copies stored somewhere safe. So um, key documentation, if it's not the documentation itself, you've got a copy of that somewhere. Um, as well as a financial reserve stored somewhere so that if you have to move quickly, if you have to move urgently to preserve your own safety, um, then that's in place. Um, the other thing is that if we sense something's not right, um, even if we haven't quite figured it out yet, one of the key ways in which abuse dynamics uh, remain and one of the key strategies for many abusers is to isolate us um, from our support groups. Um, be that our friends, our family, or anyone who might be able to shed some realistic light on the confusion and misdirection that the abuser is trying to, you know, abuse dynamics require, you know, what the abuser wants. I want you to be looking everywhere except at the transgressions. Um, and um, I'll keep you distracted and confused, um, or I'll turn you against other people so that, you uh, it, it keeps the heat off me. I'm not being called to account and being made to be responsible for my um, my abusive behaviours. So um, anyone who's outside of the system who can offer some clarity is potentially a threat. Um, so we have to make sure that um, as early as possible we're seeking out assistance, whether that's via um, a, wherever country you live in the world, um, whatever, you know, we're finding resource, whether that's a professional support group of sorts, um, whether we're looking at online resources. If you are um, somebody who's in a situation where you're, um, one of the ways in which your partner controls you is to heavily monitor your phone and computer use, then you are finding a safe friend and doing all of the looking up um, via, at you know, if you're able to get um, a little snippet of time at somebody else's place, then you're doing all of that, um, any kind of research and information you're gathering, um, any books, because there are some exceptional books on uh, abuse dynamics. Um, I, I can't recommend more highly um, uh, the book by Lundy Bancroft. Any of Lundy Bancroft's work is exceptional, but uh, the book "Why Does Why Does He Do That?" Um, in which uh, and the subtitle is "Inside the Minds of Angry and Controlling Men" is an exceptional resource for having more understanding. Um, so get yourself educated in, in if you can, and that might only be in very small snippets, and you might have to keep books and um, do your uh, research at a at a at a trusted friend's place or a, or a family member's place. Um, when you're 
seeking assistance and just wanting to kind of soundboard what's going on for you. Um, you, you, you know, many people, um, and I've certainly been guilty of this, you know, we get swept up in intensity and frustration and outrage when we start to hear some of the things that are going on. Um, and, and whilst we can be of good intent, we can get caught up in our intensity and our desire to come in and rescue and, and actually, you know, end up inadvertently putting more pressure on you or making you feel foolish or wrong. And, and you have nothing, nothing to be, you know, you, you this is, you know, this is not about anything that you've done wrong. There, there is, there is a person transgressing very deliberately, very purposively, um, and very calculatedly. You are not at fault here, um, and it's okay if you're uh, frightened, frustrated, and confused. Um, but what what you need is to be able to soundboard and speak without someone being critical of you. Um, so. What that means is that sometimes we have to ask, especially loved ones, for the kind of support we need because they're not going to understand necessarily. This is a really complex set of dynamics. So one way in which you can help yourself is, is let, let your loved ones know what you need from them, what I need from you right now. How you can best support me right now is just let me speak and hear me. Um, without jumping in with any advice. Um, I know you might be frustrated and outraged, but but voicing that to me right now is not going to help. I need you just to hold space for me and let me gather my thoughts, or I need to be able to just come and, and, and be in your space. And I would recommend if, 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 if it's... Um, if it's something you can do safely to be able to get away for a few days at a time and go somewhere else to get a breather from the space that you're in um, can really help to preserve your mental space. Um, and, you know, and I can't stress, um, you know, self-care is not a luxury. It's, a, it's an absolute necessity. And even if you can only find small snippets of time to do a bit of meditation, to do a bit of walking, to do a bit of stretching, um, you know, take take those take those micro moments because they can end up being massively valuable over time. Um, and then, if you can get some um, education through the legal system, um, like I said, support um, both personal and um, uh, professional support um, is just so vital. Um, you please speak out, please, please. It's so important that you don't. Um, isolate yourself, that there are people out there who can support and help you. So if you can, um, and there, there are a lot of, um, uh, there are a lot of, um, there are a lot more pieces of advice as far as working out exit strategies and safety strategies. And you can certainly talk to, um, you know, support, uh, abuse support groups in your local area. Um, if that's available to you and jump online and research those. But I would definitely suggest that if you can, you know, if you can set up a bank account that the person is not going to find out about and, and, and punish you for that, or, you know, you're leaving money at a, at a friend's or, a, um, a relative's place that's safely kept that you've got photocopies of all the documentation or the document, the original documentation is kept somewhere safe that you have access to and not next necessarily your abusive partner, um, that you've got some, um, 
some people you're talking to regularly so other people are understanding it. If there's any recordings or documentation that you can take and again store somewhere away from the home so that it cannot be found if your partner is somebody who tends, like I said, to go through your stuff, then you need to make sure that any resources you're gathering um, are collected and stored um, at another safe uh, location. Um, and um, so I, you know, I hope, and like I said, you're, you're really focusing on your self-care um, becomes so, so important. So that those are a few things that can help. Um, and there are certainly numerous others. And like I said, I, you know, if this is an area of extreme concern to you, or you are somebody who is aware of, uh, of a loved one who's in this situation, um, you know, like I said, we need to be gentle and compassionate and move at the rate and speed um, that the person we're supporting is feels is ready and able. They've got the best read on how dangerous their potential partner is. Um, but like I said, you know, if we can if we can store resources and have available to ourselves resources that allow us, if needs be, to get out of the environment, then I think this is certainly very, very important. Um, and like I said, in no way does this um, cover off everything or is to be considered as specific advice. These are just general guidelines because, like I said, everybody's everybody's situation is different. But I hope it at least offers some, um, some things that help with the sort of thought process that um, that might be required for some of us in situations that we find ourselves in, or like I said, we're supporting people through very challenging situations. So um, thank you for listening to uh, this episode. I hope it's been of some help as, as um, is my intention with, with all of the things that I, that I put out, um, that they do offer us some help and support and contribute towards us having better, you know, um, the kinds of lives we deserve. So as always, if you've listened along to the show for a long period of time, my profoundest thanks. I really appreciate your support and I know how precious time is. And if you're taking time out to listen to these episodes, thank you so much. If you've just joined us, um, heavy topic. Um, hope you've found the episode of use and welcome. And if you want to continue to support the show, go to iTunes, download, subscribe and leave a five-star review. Or you can find us on Stitcher or Podbean. Otherwise, emergencetraining.com.au is, um, is the website. Um, if there's, uh, I, I do all kinds of, um, we're, we're on the, um, abuse, um, toxic people, toxic dynamic kind of, um, space at the moment, um, as driven, um, and I think I mentioned that previously by, um, uh, listener request and client request. Um, but certainly if there's, um, any episodes on anything on human dynamics that you want to know about, um, you, you know, let reach out, say hi, let me know. And if I know something about it that I feel I can contribute to the space, then I'll, then I'll put something out there. Um, but as always, uh, thank you so very much. Like I said, um, in particular with these episodes, um, the, the kinds of books that we get, um, the kind of resources that we're storing, like, like I said, the, the, this is, this is not necessarily material that I would, you, you know, the book, Why Does He Do That, for example, by Lundy Bancroft, that is for the people who support um, people in abuse dynamics um, or people who feel they're being abused. I would probably not show that to the 
potential abuser because you might find that they take that information and use it um, uh, back against you, which and or you know puts you in further um, uh, further threat or or um, uh, makes you even less safe. So I certainly wouldn't advise that. Um, like I said, um, you, you know um, you deserve support. Um, you you are okay. Um, in terms of your your, your own being, um, there's nothing wrong with you. And remember that part of the dynamic that these people use against us is to really break down our sense of self and our sense of belief in self. Um, so um, understanding how they do that, um, what that's about, um, just really starts to also bring us towards the kind of clarity we need to reclaim our lives. So I really hope that the episode um, helps you. Um, and apart from that, um, thank you so much, as I mentioned, for listening. And until we're together on another episode, bye for now.